Hey folks, welcome to Ask Liebs. I'm Lieberman, and as always, this is the show where I answer your questions about anything and everything. Depression, anxiety, addiction, breakups, makeups, shakeups, you name it, we got it here, got it on lock. As always, not a doctor, not a professional, just a dude who cares. Um, you know, so if you have a real problem, something that's pressing, uh, contact a crisis hotline, contact 911, contact a real doctor who can help. I'm just a fella trying to give his opinion and see if he can bring a little lightness to the world. If you have never interacted with this show or with our Libra Friends community before, what are you waiting for? Go and do. Uh, we have a subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash Friends. We have regular uh, Libra Friends hangouts on Google Hangout Friday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, and if you want your email featured on this show, you need to reach out to me at mattliebermanofficial at gmail.com. Okay, that's mattliebermanofficial at gmail.com. M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L.com. Okay? Today on the show, we're doing something I'm calling Advice Grab Bag. Uh, basically, there were a few emails that I really wanted to answer, but they didn't really fit into a, pat- a particular theme. So we're just doing a grab bag. We're doing a random selection of emails uh, that I think are interesting and I think uh, are important, and I-, I would like to talk about them. So this is Advice Grab Bag number one. Enter the grab bag. We are going to enter... When two men enter the grab bag, only one man leaves, but with with advice uh, that he grabbed out of the bag, I think. How am I doing today? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, I don't know when you're going to see this episode or hear this episode. It's going to be weeks and weeks and weeks from now. Um, But uh, let's just say I just got back from my vacation. Life is beautiful. Um, I didn't talk about my vacation on the, on the last episode, so just briefly, I'll just say that uh, Idlewild is a magical place uh, that everyone should go. Uh, it's a small town of less than 4,000 people, and it is just beautiful. It's deep in the mountains. Everyone is so nice. Everyone waves to each other. Sometimes I really yearn for a small town feeling um, and for that kind of community that kind of smaller world where it doesn't really matter if you're not touching everyone on the planet because you know so many people who live in your nearest proximity and you're all trying to help each other out because life is a little harder. It's a little harder. It's a little colder there. Everybody needs a little helping hand. Um, and I think that that's just such a beautiful, amazing thing. I, I never really had that growing up. I, I, I lived in a large enough community that it never really felt that intimate. And then I also have that fear of like, you know, if I were to move somewhere like that, wouldn't I get bored? Wouldn't I get stir crazy? Wouldn't I hate it? And and to be honest, I'm not sure because like I've only ever been in in communities like that for very short periods of time. I was only there for a few days. But for a few days, it was absolutely heavenly. Um, And just for the record, if you didn't think that you could make kale quesadillas that taste incredible, uh, you're wrong. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, Zach. Zach behind the camera, my producer who just made a face, a kale quesadilla. Ooh, baby. Listen, you crush some cloves of garlic with your knife, okay? Then you mince them real nice. Then you throw them in the pan with a little oil. You get that garlic nice and fragrant. Then you throw the kale in. You chop the kale, okay? Maybe you massaged it with a little oil beforehand. You throw it in the pan, and it sautés real nice. You get beautiful garlic kale. You take that out. Throw in the tortilla, a little freshly grated Monterey Jack cheese. Throw that garlic kale in there. It's perfect. 
hey, if you want to take it in an even crazier direction, why don't you fry an egg and throw it right on top? Throw it right on top of that quesadilla. So when you start cutting into it, and, and, and you can start dipping it in the oozy goozy yolk, and it's just it's it's <laughs> it's magical. I think I think we had it like we made those like three times while we were there. Um, oh man, I, it legitimately is crazy good. It's crazy good. It's based on a Blue Apron recipe that we had a while back. Um, anyway, on the show today. Uh, we got a few topics. We got um, we got someone dealing with uh, some fears about going to college. We have a, a, a lady Libra friend who is a lesbian and is dealing with a lot of unwanted male attention. We're going to be talking about that. Uh, and we have a Libra friend who's dealing with an alcoholic and abusive mother uh, who really needs our help. So we're, we're going to chat with him too. Let's hear our first story right now. Are you there, Leaves? It's me, Libra friend. All joking aside, I'm sitting in my bedroom applying to colleges, and while I'm so excited about starting this new chapter of my life, I'm also feeling very overwhelmed and nervous. Do you have any words of wisdom for high school seniors going to college next fall? Also, do you think taking time off between high school and college to find yourself or save money is beneficial or just a waste of time? P.S. Nuclear family is so close I can almost taste the Breberman. God, I hope it's so close. I, I really would like to do that soon. Um, but we'll we'll see. I don't know when this is coming out, so maybe it might even be out by then. Uh, okay, so you have two questions. One, you have any advice for someone going to college? And two, do you think that a gap year to find yourself and save money is beneficial? Uh, I would say that saving money is beneficial. I do not think that you're going to find yourself at home working at a job while all your friends are off at college, is what I'll say. If you're taking a year off to save money, that's one thing. Know that it's going to feel a little weird because most of your friends are going to be gone and you're going to be still living in the same house and that can fuck with your mind a little bit. If you're taking a year off to find yourself, that to me says that you're going somewhere or doing something instead of going to college. Just working a job isn't going to help you find yourself. It's going to feel like you're wasting your time. If what you want to do is go to college, then you should just be going to college. That's my personal take. Now, in terms of advice for people going to college next year, uh, the first half of my senior year was like the hardest part of my entire school time because it was very stressful between colleges and trying to do really well and bring my grades up and everything. Um, so just know that it's all for a reason and that it'll pass. Um, the fact is you're only going to get as much out of your college career as you put into it. So if what you really want from your life requires a college degree, know that everything you're doing right now is worth it and that it has a purpose. And um, try to choose a college that not only has everything that you want academically, but also is the right kind of community for you. I went to Emerson College because I felt like it was the perfect balance of a small community that was intimate, but was technolo technologically advanced enough that it could help me learn everything I needed to about working in media production. Um, I was able to take directing classes and writing classes and production classes and all that stuff there. Um, and I felt like I was getting it from a very modern university or modern college. 
So that's why I went there. I could have gone to uh, NYU or someplace, but I felt like I would be swallowed up in a fast-paced environment like New York and in a large community like NYU is. It's a much larger school. So know that. When you're applying to colleges, try to find a place that uh, really fits that balance for you. I would also say never be above writing directly to the admissions office of the college you want to go to and telling them that, they're the number one choice for you and why you want to be there. When I applied to Emerson, I applied early action, which is different from early decision. It's you can apply early action, uh, but you know if you get it, you don't necessarily have to go there. Early decision, if you apply and you get it, you have to go. Um, when I applied early action to Emerson, I didn't get in, and I was crushed. I I you know, was committed to bring my grades up. I was deferred to like the, the rest of the common, uh, people who were, who were applying normally, but I wrote them a letter. I wrote them a letter saying Emerson is my number one school. This is what I'm going to do. If I go there, I love your school and this is why. And I really do believe that that letter had a big, played a big role in them accepting me. Ultimately, I would, it's the same thing in all things. People just want to know that you care. Because so few people do, and even fewer people care and then don't say anything about it. Like when you're in class or you're at a job or you're at a job interview, being real with someone and letting them know how much you care is a huge thing because everyone wants to be with, work with, deal with someone who really gives a shit because a lot of people don't or at least they give off the impression that they don't. So, you know, if you're, if you're in a class and you're not doing well, let the teacher know that it's not because you don't care, that you do care and you're trying and that you want extra help because it matters to you. Um, yeah, if you don't know what you want to be doing for your life, then you should find a college that you think will offer you the most opportunities to learn something. You, you, people who go to college just to party, fucking you can party anywhere. If you want to go near a college that's a party school, don't even go to the college. uh, Fucking get a job in that town, move somewhere near the campus, and go and party. It doesn't matter that you don't go there. Yeah, it's a little creepy, but who cares? If if you're going to college just to have fun, uh, you've missed the point, and you're wasting thousands of dollars. Yours, your parents, the governments, the schools, you're wasting thousands of dollars. Know that. Know that. If you're going to college, you're going there to learn and or to get a degree. A lot of people don't really take advantage of the fact that you're in a place where you can learn shit that matters to you or inspires you. I almost completed a a minor in sociology. I didn't quite have the credits, but I took all those classes because sociology was fascinating to me, and I got to learn about it. Like, that was exciting. It didn't necessarily bring anything to my future career. It wasn't about that. It was just something I enjoyed. So know that it's not all about what degree you're getting or what job you can get. It's also about learning stuff. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's really about it. Just like if there's a place you really want to go, let them know that you care. Let your college admissions counselor person know that you care. Know that it's all temporary. Try to pick someplace that's a good environment for you to learn and grow and thrive. Um, And good luck, seriously. And uh, Gapier, if you're doing it to save money, That's what it's for. If you're going to find yourself, that's a different thing. You're not going to find yourself at home while everyone else is gone. Good luck. 
This next email comes from a lesbian Libra friend who is getting a lot of unwanted male attention. She does what she can to let them know that she's not interested, but it just keeps coming. What should she do? Let's hear her story right now. Hey, Matt. Last year I identified as bisexual, getting over my good friend heteronormativity, but finally realized I was a lesbian and have been out for a few months. Everyone who knows me knows this. Unfortunately, this hasn't dissuaded multiple guys from attempting to get with me. I'm decently attractive, and I've gotten the disgusting, disgusting, disgusting phrase, too pretty to be a lesbian, more than once. Fuck that shit. Uh, I'm, f- I'm flirted with and known for turning guys down and being hard to get. I never incur- encourage any sort of male attention. Why would I? Yet this still hasn't stopped anything. Since I used to identify as bi, they assume I'm still open to guys and that they can be my exception. It's gross and uncomfortable and such a terrible place to be. I've had boys touch me inappropriately, nothing very explicit, upper thighs, waist, etc., and overly flirt with me. I tell them to stop. I tell them that I'm a lesbian. I have my friends tell them I'm a lesbian, but they refuse to quit. I'm a virgin, and I've never dated anyone at my school, but male interest in me has only increased, what the fuck, since coming out, and I'm viewed as both a prize to be won over or the extremely opposite predatory lesbian. Any advice you have would be very appreciated. Love all that you do, and thank you. First of all, Libra friend, on behalf of all men, I am sorry. I'm really sorry. Dudes, especially in high school, are fucking idiots and gross, and no one wants to be in the situation that you're in. I I am especially sorry because I don't necessarily have any easy advice on how to stop that kind of attention. Um, because boys will be boys and they're between the ages of 15 and 18, which means they don't have developed brains yet. Um, and, uh, they have very, very high confidence levels and they they want a challenge. Um, but here's the good and bad news. The bad news is until you're out of that environment, you're going to have to be vigilant in policing their behavior. The good news is you can get it to stop by policing their behavior. When someone touches you inappropriately, that's sexual fucking harassment, and you can get them you can get them in serious fucking trouble, and you should. If someone touches you that way, if someone talks to you in a way that you feel is inappropriate or is sexually threatening to you, such as, oh, come on, I'm your exception, you want to fuck me, some of that shit, or they touch you inappropriately, you go to the authorities, you go to people at your school, you go to the principal, you go to whatever, and you get that dude detention, suspension, whatever the fuck. The fact is, you and you alone are responsible for your own sexual safety and sending a message that is entirely clear about where you stand on this shit. And... Just telling people that you're not interested, unfortunately, it seems is not enough at this juncture because they're not listening. They don't see any kind of consequences. They, on some level, horrible as it is, seem to think that you're just playing hard to get, which is so fucked up, and you didn't ask for any of this, which is why I, I hate what I'm telling you, which is that even though you didn't ask for any of this and you don't want this attention, It's your responsibility to get them to stop, and that means going to the principal and getting them in fucking trouble for sexually harassing you, which is what they're doing. It's not going to go away until they know that you mean serious fucking business and that there is no exception. That any time a dude fucking approaches you in a way that pisses you off, 
that makes you feel threatened or you feel gross, you let them know that if they persist with this shit, if they want to throw down, you're going to throw right back and you're going to get them suspended for good reason. You're not out of line for doing that. You are defending yourself and you are sending a message to the entire male community that you are not to be fucked with. I am off limits. I am not interested. And if you come at me and you go against my, my, my fucking self and who I am and you say that my identity is a choice, I will show you a choice of mine, which is I am going to get you in deep shit for fucking with my livelihood. The reason why... it. I hate that I'm giving you this advice is that you should never have been put in a position where you have to defend yourself in that way. It's unfair. It's thoroughly unfair. Unfortunately, at this juncture, it's necessary because they're not going to get it unless you drill it into their heads. And the only way to drill it is to constantly, constantly, constantly have the consequences be there. There can't be an exception. Because if you offer an exception, they'll think that they can be an exception. So if you're not their exception, don't let there be any exceptions. You make sure that they know that when they fuck with you, there are consequences. You're going to be out of school soon. Thank God. And as you get older, people will become smarter. I'm not going to say that everyone is smarter, but people will know not to do that shit. Um... High school boys are, are not as smart as some people. Just know that things will improve and that as long as you've got your own back, you're going to be okay. I hope that helps and best of luck to you in everything in the future. Thanks for writing. Our final email of the day comes from a Libra friend who is dealing with an alcoholic mother and is unsure of where to go or what to do. He wants to help her get over her addiction, but she has no interest, and uh, he's worried that he'll never be able to get out of this environment. Let's hear his story right now. So this next email is a little lengthy. So in the in the, what's the word for time, <laughs> in the interest of time, uh, I'm going to try to condense for you. <clears throat> so our Libra friend is 22. Uh, he's got a mom, a dad, and a younger sibling. His mom is what he calls a night alcoholic. And, and, and I'll read you what she apparently drinks uh, on a daily. And I'm going to tell this to you, Libra friend. There's no such thing as a night alcoholic. Your mom's an alcoholic know that. And it's okay to admit that. Your mom's an alcoholic. You don't have to defend her because her behavior is pretty indefensible. She drinks a full bottle of wine per night along with swigs of hard liquor while she's cooking dinner, then a couple of glasses of after-dinner drinks. Um, so a bottle of wine plus multiple mixed drinks and swigs of hard liquor, that's a lot of drinks. That's a lot, a lot of drinks. If that's daily, that's not just a night alcoholic. That's an alcoholic that doesn't start drinking until they're cooking dinner at night. No that. So our Libra friend, she, his mom constantly belittles him, calls him fat, calls him worthless, um, and uh, she treats him really, really poorly. There isn't normally any physical fighting but a lot of mental and emotional harassment. 
Um, she'll wake up the next morning after passing out and not remember getting mad at the, uh, at Lieberfriend or the rest of his family or think that you actually got into a bigger fight than you did and ignore them for longer periods of time. Um, our Lieberfriend wants to move out as soon as he gets a job, but he hates the idea of leaving his dad and sibling with her. Um, his dad refuses to separate from the mom because he pledged his life to her, as he says. Um, and, uh, he can't get his mom to see that she has a problem. Now, more recently, uh, mom was making fun of Lieberfriend during dinner. Dad stood up for him, and then they had a physical altercation, overheard some glass shattering, and then mom revealed that dad had cheated on, on mom for most of their marriage. Lieberfriend went to dad and asked what was going on, confronted him about it. He said it was something that happened 10 years ago and that there was never any actual sex, but has just been living with the shame and the guilt of it ever since. And mom has never forgotten it. She says, you must be such a fucking idiot for believing him. He doesn't know what to believe, doesn't know what to do. He can't get a job, so he can't afford to leave. What should he do? So Lieberfriend, I said something in the last episode of this show uh, where I said, if you believe that you can't get a job and no one will hire you, then that's exactly what's going to happen. You can find a job. You just haven't found it yet. Keep pursuing it. Getting out of that environment is so important. So keep a positive outlook. Never give up. And you fight, fight, fight till you get a job and you can move out. That, 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 is, that is the first most important step. Before anything else, before you unpack any of this other stuff, getting out of the environment is the most important thing. I'll tell you this. Your mom, like most if not all addicts, you're not going to be able to convince her that she has a problem, that she needs help. That's only something that she will have to discover and decide for herself. People can only find the willpower to quit something that's an addiction when they want it. You can't force them to do it because they'll always go back to it. Even if they get sober, they'll go back to it because they haven't hit rock bottom. Perhaps... Her entire family leaving her will be enough of an impetus for her to quit drinking. But we honestly will never know. We won't know until it happens. So getting out of that environment is very important. Know that all the shit that she's saying to you is not real or true. That she has so descended into this pit of hatred and anger that there's nothing else going on there. That that's all she's got. Um, it's not real, dude. It's just the liquor and the shame and the anger talking. Now, I don't know what happened between your parents. It sounds like to me, um, based on the two stories, that your dad did do something a while ago, but didn't leave your mom, and mom didn't leave him, and it drove her to drink the feelings of lack of trust, of shame and pain they never resolved it and she kept drinking and drinking and drinking and she's never gotten over it because maybe they never talked about it enough maybe they were not supposed to stay together maybe it's just something she couldn't handle and she saw phantoms of this woman that he was emotionally cheating with or made out with or whatever in every woman in his life ever since and there's no way that she would have ever believed him that to me is just what it appears to be at first blush. It could also be that your dad cheated on your mom. I don't know. I really don't know because you don't know either and I'm just going off of what you told me. Regardless, if you want your dad and your sibling out of there, 
getting your mom to fix her problem isn't going to happen until she wants to do it. So tell your dad that even if he feels that he pledged his life to her, that there's no reason to throw his life away on a woman who's not going to ever change, that he still deserves to have a good life for himself and that he's not happy and that an arbitrary decision he made years ago should not govern how he decides to feel right now. And if not for him, he should leave your mom for your younger sibling who deserves a better life. He may never see eye to eye with you on that, but I feel like that's, that's really your second course of action. Your first course of action is to get out of there. Your second course of action is to try to get your sibling out of there. If you can't, know that you've done all that you can and try to offer whatever support you can to your dad and your sibling. Um, but your mom's going to have to reach rock bottom on her own. You can't do it for her. And uh, presenting research to her, presenting information to her is only going to make her angry and make her feel judged. Um, she has to decide it for herself, dude. I'm really sorry that you're in this situation. Know that you can get a job. You will get a job. What are the things uh, that you're doing? You're filling out applications, okay? How's your resume look? Have you looked up how to properly format a resume? Oh my God, if you have an objective on your resume, get that shit away. I used to hire interns uh, for one of my old jobs. Anytime someone had an objective on their resume, my objective is to be employed. I immediately threw their resume away. It legitimately shows so little like awareness of how people see you, in my opinion. Um, yeah, dress up your resume, no, make it look great, send it out with confidence. If this is your goal, if getting a job and getting out of your home is your goal, treat it like the most important thing in the world and never stop fighting till you get the job. Like that's, that's just it. Stand up for yourself. Advocate for yourself. Go in and pitch yourself to people. Let them know that you're a ride or die motherfucker and that when you get a job, you're getting it because it's not just a, a transitory stop for you. You're looking for a, a place to work and work hard that you can invest in and be proud of. Um, yeah, dude, I'm really sorry about your situation. You didn't ask for it. You don't deserve it. No one does. But the best thing you can do for yourself is get out of that environment and have confidence that you can. I wish you the best of luck. So that's it, folks. I hope that you enjoyed our very first uh, advice grab bag here on Ask Liebs. Uh I'm sure we will do this again many times over the show's lifespan. Um, and hey, I talked about food a little bit at the top of the show. Uh, maybe send me some food questions. I'd love to do a, a, a food-based episode. It doesn't always have to be, you know, big, heavy scenarios. You really can ask me anything. Um, and I'd, I'd love to talk about it. As always, you can reach out to me at my email address. It's mattliebermanofficial at gmail.com. Uh, M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L at gmail.com. Uh, join the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash Lieberfriends. Lieberfriends Hangouts uh, Fridays at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Hope that you can join us. And if you haven't checked out our Patreon, maybe you could go do that too. Uh, Patreon.com slash Matt Lieberman. Uh, what, 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 what else? What else? What else? I, I, I guess I just, I want y'all to have a great week. I hope that you're enjoying the, yourselves. Uh, hit me up on Twitter. Let me know how you're doing. Uh, cause y'all matter to me. 
And uh, hey, if you're watching this on YouTube, you probably noticed some fun videos on, on, on the screen next to me. And if you aren't, you can ignore this part. But if you are, look at them. If you haven't watched these episodes, maybe you should. Just give them a little click. They won't bite. Uh, at least I don't think they will because they're just, you know, video clips and not uh, a, a small animal, mammal or a fish. Uh, but in any case, I hope that you enjoy them. I hope that you enjoyed this show. And I will see you next time. Bye-bye.